Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. All right, welcome to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us here on this wonderful Friday. We're on WYSL. And also, shout out to our friends over at WACK out in York and our friends listening online on the Free Solution Facebook page, Free Solution YouTube channel, the Kevin Wilson pages, the Tim O'Connor pages, wherever you are listening today. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, yeah, leave your comments if you're listening online too. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, Tim. Yeah, I think you, you named the episode uh, something about the Cuomo brothers. But we got we Cuomo brothers, some stuff from uh, Wednesday. We're going to talk about again, and and of course, it's fake news Friday, so we're going to talk about fake news too. Oh, I love fake news first of all, and yeah, the the Cuomo brothers. I am fully expecting them to come out with their own reality TV show. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I don't think I want that, but it might happen. That's that's the part that scares me. They they can't they can't box that talent up, brother. They can't hide that. They got to put it out there for people to enjoy. You know what? What I would suggest, may, maybe instead of a reality show starring them, where they get the profit from, you know, all the shady stuff that they've done. How about instead we just do like a like a mockumentary of I'm them, not, like. Ooh. And not even document mockumentary. Like it, we're gonna have actors play the Cuomo brothers and then uh, make fun of them. That, that's that's my pitch for the show. So uh, I, I'll, I'll write the check to me. Uh, you know, I we're documenting this here on the radio now. Someone else probably came up. Trade with it, trademark it. Trademark. All right. Trademark. So, that's. I, I don't know how to do that legally. Just trademark. I've declared a trademark. That's. I declare it. I I watch <laughs> the office. I declare it. That's it. <laughs> It's over. We yeah, just do it that way. There we go. Speaking of mockumentaries, good, good tie-in there. Good tie-in. See that? I, I have so, a pro with this stuff. I'm like a radio professional now. Yeah, um, right so check this out. I got a news news article from uh, the New York Post that I think we should talk about when it comes to the Cuomo brothers, and, and in particular, uh, Chris Cuomo. CNN miraculously sees a rating spike for Chris Cuomo's show after Guys, this is after his suspension. This is coming out of the New York Post, and you know that they basically just, they love the Cuomo. So I'm so surprised that they're coming out with this. But Bruce Golding, Dateline, December 2nd, 2021. The anemic ratings for Chris Cuomo's CNN show shot up after he disappeared on suspension. Does I, I don't know. Is anybody surprised by that? Probably not, right? Somehow the show got more interesting. More know. interesting without him. Let's see what they're uh, going to do next. Normally, it averaged about 774,000 viewers. Um, but the total number of, of viewers for Cuomo's Prime Time, 897,000 viewers on Tuesday. Another 120,000 people stopped by to check out the show. Wow. Well, good for CNN. All right. So so let, let, let's talk about the... Uh... Let's talk about what actually happened, right? Like, why, why is why is Chris Cuomo in trouble? Why why is CNN not really wanting him on his own show anymore? 
What happened? Oh, yeah, that's important. That's an important yeah, like it, well, yeah. We're, we're talking about like there's a reason he's in the news. It's not just because oh, yeah. you know, nah. like we love talking about the Cuomo bread. Like it, he has he has made himself newsworthy. What he do? Well, apparently, guys, and this is totally legit. Like when you're in in these businesses and you have power to benefit your family, just like well. For example, when Governor Cuomo found out about the vaccine, and obviously he's very pro-vaccine, he believed it, he made arrangements for his family to drive to Pennsylvania to get the shots of vaccine. They were absolutely first in line. It was supposed to be a clandestine operation, but whatever. And the testing stuff he did, too. yeah, Yeah. You know, so basically what Chris did was, I believe, sent out CNN resources to investigate the people that were making claims about governor andrew cuomo's sexual improprieties yeah right you know he like so the the new york attorney general um had done an investigation of this they're they're still investigating what what former governor andrew cuomo was doing and uh you know chris cuomo uh who is again the cnn host he uh said that he didn't get involved with this stuff he said he wasn't advising his brother any of that but turns out that was not really true or at least that's what the attorney general uh is is accusing here uh and uh he he'd use you know his own resources and cnn's resources uh, allegedly to like dig up dirt on like some of these folks who were uh making accusations against uh governor cuomo and and texting people like melissa de rosa about the accusers says i have a lead on the wedding girl the wedding girls uh anna uh rutch uh who had accused governor cuomo making a pass at her and you know look what does what does lead mean like are they trying to discredit this person so him using his own influence using his own resources that that violates you know journalistic norms that violates like what cnn you know and i get say what you want about cnn but like they did you try to at least give the the aura of being a legit news organization from when, time to time when do they do that kevin because i watch some of their shows and i'm just like i i Oh, all the time. They they love virtue signaling that they are like doing good journalism, they, like because they're 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 going after the government when the government is, you know, staffed by people they don't like. They, but, yeah, they're yes, constantly. They they do run the narrative. They do campaign very effectively. They are. Uh, I don't know. Like news has become entertainment. The twenty four hour news cycle has destroyed news anyway. So like they grasp onto tiny little microcosms of news and try to make news out of it. They'll take a sentence from a guy that, you know, maybe he didn't string words together properly and blast that out as news. To me, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how people watch that stuff. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, a lot of of it's ridiculous, right? But, uh, but in this case, again, they, they do have like some level of norms. They, they want to say like you, if, if you are reporting on like the news, you're reporting on major scandals, you're like, how are you uh how are you getting involved in, in your brother's scandal here and, and at least from the articles i read there's nothing like illegal about what he did it's just gross and it, it, it erodes trust in an organization that that can't afford any more of that yeah i think in, it's in just a cultural it's a cultural norm in italian society to look out for your oh, family goodness. i think that that's that's all that it is Go, going back to it just we're, we're gonna blame it on italian stereotypes again yeah. oh, governor Cole, oh no i'm just i'm being affectionate being italian you know it's not it's, nothing to do with me sexually harassing people just just italian a, oh, just goodness. a cultural norm kevin that's the way it is uh, no that well yeah but i mean i i, I get it like it's tough you you want to help out your brother right like 
it. Sure. sure. But like w- when you're in that sort of position, you gotta, you gotta not do that. That's he knew that he had to know that, you know, you, you, if, if, <laughs> if you're supposed to be holding people in power accountable and you're, you're helping out those people in power, that's a problem. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to, uh, you <laughs> just said it too. uh, Chris wanted to help his brother. That's normal. Hey, it you is know, normal. It totally is normal. You the don't want to help your brother. I agree with that. I get it. Like, you know, again, if like if, if my brother's in trouble, I want to help him out too. But like, you, you got to if you're going to do something that's going to like endanger your job or do something illegal. And again, he didn't necessarily do anything illegal here, but you got to know that there's going to be consequences to that. You know, if I use the resources of my job to help get my brother out of a, a, a situation, like I might expect some consequence from that. Yeah. Here's a comment from Shelly I want to point out. I'm offended for the Italians who had to hear that garbage. I absolutely agree with her. I'm half Irish, half Italian, so when people make cultural slurs against my ethnicity, I get automatically offended. And so when Cuomo said stuff like, this is just cultural for me, and and whatever he said, I was just like, come on, man. Like, you got to be a better human being than that. The pictures, I saw the picture of the wedding girl, right? Yeah. That was that was inappropriate there's no yeah. way to spin that that it wasn't inappropriate i don't like i don't care like how cultural it is too like you know it, it's about consent right like if, if like if you do that and, and people are fine with that and that's what you do great but if someone's like hey i'm not cool i'm not really comfortable with you doing that like and you need to stop and you do it anyway that's when you're in the wrong then absolutely brother yeah i i had a meme on my page that um it, it, i see if we can work work down through what makes sex not rape? Consent. What makes a job not slavery? Consent. What makes an exchange not robbery? Consent. What makes taxation not theft? Imagination. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, on, on that note, uh, we we are running out of time for segment one here. Again, thank you so much for joining us here on A Free Solution. Appreciate you all being here. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, joined by Tim O'Connor, co-host for today, because, of course, it is Fake News Friday. And uh, we were talking about the, the Cuomo brothers. 
<laughs> they're in trouble again. Never ended up getting to that on Wednesday. Uh, Tim, I don't know that we decide what we're going to talk about. Do you, do you have more to say about the Cuomo brothers? Are we moving on to, to I, the other I, things? I want the whole world to move on. I'm done with the Cuomos. Let's put them in our taillights, our rearview mirror. Let's put them behind us. Let's start right now. Everybody put the Cuomos right behind you. Their, their history, their yesterday's news. Yeah. They've been nothing but trouble anyway. Yeah, no, like just just put pause on it for a few years until we finish our mockumentary, and then and then we could talk about the Cornwall brothers again. <laughs> no, don't worry, they'll do something then to make themselves famous, and it will be like free advertising. Perfect. All right, so so I know yeah you had a couple other things that you wanted to talk about today too. Um, wh- yeah, which one do you want to get to? Well, first of all. I do want to talk about roundabouts, Kevin, and I know I'm throwing a curveball at you right now. Okay. All right. No, I, you know, I, I saw your post this morning about yeah. roundabouts, and you know, I, I all right, to say, say what your post was. We'll talk about roundabouts. All right. Was it? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, roundabouts are a libertarian way of, of helping traffic keep moving. First of all, guys, I, I don't know. I drive to work at five o'clock in the morning. I get caught in a red light. I'm like, literally, this is ridiculous. There should be, first of all, there should be a law. Like if there's no cars coming, you just drive through a red light. And and I'm not saying that I do do that, but I'm just saying it's possible. But, uh, I think Gary Johnson, who's like, you know, you know how you know a true libertarian, you stop at a red light and there's no one else around. Do you still obey that light? <laughs> Wait a minute. That doesn't sound libertarian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I do like about roundabouts is, Without some cooperation, common sense, and interaction with your fellow man, you can't survive them. In a busy roundabout, it could be a death sentence. But what we all kind of do is just flow through them. And there's, like, always multiple choices. Like, I've told you I'm a big fan of multiple choice tests. But roundabouts always offer multiple choices. It's not either or. It's not right or left, right? You could go and do a full U-turn, for example. You could basically continue on the same road that you're on. You could veer off to the left. Or if you're off to the right, if you could veer off, you could change your mind halfway through and go all the way around and do the the circle and a half, and then decide to go straight back on the road. There's, I the you, you like options. I mean, like I'll, I'll just throw it out there. I I'm generally pro roundabout, but like you yeah. you can do similar things at a uh, at a stoplight too. You can make a left most of the time. I don't make know. a right on red even, and then you know you you gotta you're you're supposed to wait for the green light to go through, but you know. I said I don't know. Gary, Gary Johnson's point was that if you rode through the red light when no one was around and it wasn't changing, that's that's how you're libertarian because you don't obey arbitrary and nonsensical government commands. Oh, I miss I miss, I misunderstood yeah. what you said because literally I see that light turn red. I'm starting to look for headlights off in the distance. I mean, this is how I would operate <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning if I was willing to drive through a red light. When yeah. there's yeah, hypothetically, hypothetically you're not saying you, you have driven through any red light, but hypothetically, if you were to be in that situation, maybe you'd consider looking around, making sure it's safe yeah. and, and going I, through. I've been bashing on the DC all week and I'm like afraid of retribution. So I don't want to admit <laughs> anything on the air about any potential wrongdoing. All right. So I, you know, I'm just saying that's how I would do it if I was to do it. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, the, well, this is an interesting one, too. And actually, we, we, we go on a tangent on this one if we want to. Brian says, I'd go through if I knew there wasn't a red light camera. Uh, yeah, we, we pulled down all the red light cameras in Rochester recently. Nice. Although, I, so I can make a, I, I have heard a very good case for keeping red light cameras uh, from, from like a libertarian perspective, right? Ah. And that's just because I, I don't particularly like, I'm like, I got a red light ticket, uh, like, 
couple years after I first moved to Rochester and I was like, man, it's dumb. You're like, first of all, you're like basically spying on me the whole time. Second of all, when I got the red light ticket, I came to a complete stop at a red light and then made a right turn on red, you know, when it was safe. And then I got a ticket somehow. And I tried to challenge it and they're like, nope, nope. We, we got you on camera. I'm like, yeah, but I'm on camera stopping here. And, you know, I was, you know, 23. So I didn't have that many resources to go and fight a red light camera. And, <laughs> You know, yeah. be at work and stuff. So it's like, all right, I guess it's probably cheaper to just pay the ticket, and and that's how most people do it. But anyway, here, here's here's the, the 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 sort of libertarian case for that is that red light cameras and speed cameras too result in fewer interactions with uh, police officers, and because of that, you are less likely then to, you know, have dangerous instances where police abuse their power. That's that's the case for that. And so if you automate it, you make it objective, like this isn't a person arbitrarily pulling someone over because they think they saw something they're relying on that person to tell the truth. It is a machine that is acting automatically. Uh, and, and therefore, that is more objective and better at enforcing safety. Now, I can pull that apart, too. But what do you think of that argument? Well, OK, I, I don't. I don't know, man. I guess that part makes sense. Like less interactions. I'm not that afraid of the police. It, 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 they're generally decent human beings. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I'll be honest, right. When they pull me over and they go, Hey, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, I have no idea. Right. And they're, they don't yeah, they're like trying to get answer. you to admit to something, right? They That's... get really mad when you when you offer that up as an answer. Like, no, I, I don't have any idea where are you coming from. Where are you going to blah, 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 blah. I, and I just sit there and I get like, I'm grinding my teeth. Like, are, am I being detained? Like I have, I have rights yeah. here. You know, like I want to get right into that whole libertarian. Like, I know you're going to like tax me, brother, just tax me, give me your ticket and move on. That's, that's how I feel about it. So in a way that argument makes sense, but yeah, it, are you like, so I, I've never had that happen to me where someone like comes up to me. And it's like, do you, do you know why I'm pulling you over? Because I, I you know, cause I, I would do that as like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think I did anything wrong. Like, I would, I would be tempted to answer that. The last few times I got pulled over is definitely because I had a very clearly out of date inspection sticker, and and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm pulling you over because your inspection sticker's like a year expired." I'm like, is yeah. That- and then the the second and third time I got pulled over, and they did the same thing. I'm pulling you over because your inspection. I already got a ticket, guys. I'm gonna fix it. So hang on. I just want to. This we should do a poll. Like, how many libertarians no, out there have gotten? uninspected vehicle tickets as a periodic thing throughout their entire life because i've had probably i don't know six of them i like i work on my own car i i that that arbitrary take it to a a mechanic and get it inspected when it's running pretty good feels like a violation of my rights i know it's probably driving's a privilege whatever i don't Mm -hmm. buy that anyway um driving's a right everything we do is a right every interaction we have is somewhat on some level um should be considered somewhat of a right. So basically, I don't know. I've had four or five uninspected vehicle tickets. How about you? Uh, I've only gotten a couple. Like, only and two? you're younger than me, bro. You got years. Yeah, I know. I said it's, it, yeah, it's <laughs> I'm only 31. So like, there, there's still time to collect <laughs> you got, a few you got more. Like 24 years to catch me, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. Like I, yeah, I'm not crazy about the inspection thing. Usually just, it's, Again, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's, I don't want to get pulled over that much because eventually that's going to become more expensive, right? So, I don't know. Uh, 
So Brian's also making reference something. I cannot say what that stands for. Uh, Pop Brothers at Law, uh, STFU. Yeah, it, they're, they're oh, right. Yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you they, it, go go look up the video, they're just like, hey, when you you talk to police, just just shut up. Just don't don't say don't anything. Say, don't incriminate don't yourself. Because again, uh, you know, I know Shelly said I, I don't have any fear of the police over any other individual. You know, and I, you know appreciate the comment, Shelly. And again, most of them aren't bad guys, but a few of them. They they might be. You don't know who you're talking to, and that that's the hard part, you know, when you don't know like if they're in the mood to ruin your day or you know whatever it is. It just don't grumpy. say anything to incriminate yourself. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, you know, so not not, not lawyers maybe, here, but just you know maybe don't don't keep your mouth shut when you're talking to a police officer. We did do a little riff off that on Twitter on my Twitter page. We got like 40, 50 people that all kind of from all over the country because they have. Everybody has slightly different accents, right? Using the STFU script to communicate to each other as to how to communicate to police officers with, do you know why I pulled you over? Those sorts of things. You just stay quiet, man. Yeah. Then they, but you stay quiet for too long. They start accusing you of drinking. I, that was awkward. I got a little grumpy about that one. Oh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I had to do that either. Yeah, no, you definitely don't want to do that, guys. That's a bad deal. Yeah, right. All right, so let's see. We, we got a couple. All right, so uh, we'll wrap it up with roundabouts again. But my 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 argument against red light cameras, though, because I know I it sounded like I'm in favor of them. I'm actually not. I've just wanted to repeat yeah. that argument. For roundabouts, the best thing you can do, yet again, you don't have this this awkward intervention where you have people like needing to stop, where there's opportunities for ticketing and for, for just do the roundabouts. I agree with you, yeah. Tim. I like roundabouts. I Let's put put yeah. more things in roundabouts. It's fine. I, felt, I don't have to keep. I just keep going. Just watch felt, out for pedestrians because I've almost been hit a bunch of times. Yeah, I drove through a couple of roundabouts. I felt very libertarian. It felt really cool this morning. It was very smooth. It was a very busy traffic time, and people were just flowing right through the roundabout. And I'm like, this is beautiful, man. This so, so, beautiful. so anti roads, but pro roundabouts, right? If we got to have roads, we got to have more but, roundabouts. Yeah, but, I guess, again, but without government, who will build the roundabouts? <laughs> I, I think they'll naturally occur. Like, <laughs> they'll I think naturally occur. Just, yeah, I think they'll naturally occur. We're just kind of like put a tree out, like on the dirt yep. path that everyone has kind of like I, trod because. Yeah, of no, like... I think. You know, like all right, so all right. I, as a libertarian, I still accept that roads exist. I don't like them. <laughs> I think we're married to infrastructure on the wrong level. Okay, and oh we fight gosh. over stupid things when we should be like imagining a better future. Okay, like that's yeah. that's my point about hating roads. Point about hating roads. No, it's, I, I, no, I, I unironically hate roads. We spend too much money on roads. Like that's 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 my new hill to die on. Stop spending right. money on roads. We can collaborate. <laughs> Except for roundabouts, it's fine. We need one every once in a while. Yeah. yeah well, I don't know. The roundabouts are sort. Of, it just. I don't know. It was a, maybe it was just this moment of zen, and I float. I I flowed through the roundabout, and everybody was just. I don't know. There were hundreds of cars going through it at the, about the same time. It was just a beautiful experience, man. Yeah, it right. All wonderful. right. Well, all right. So we're heading up out, uh, on on our halfway point in the show. Thanks again for joining us here on a free solution. We're going to be back in just a little bit. Talk to you soon.
Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again for joining us. Joined by, of course, Tim O'Connor, co-host. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shout out down the line to our friends listening over at WACK out in Newark. Appreciate y'all listening here. And, of course, all of our friends listening online on the Free Solution Facebook page, Free Solution YouTube channel, the Tim O'Connor pages, the Kevin Wilson pages, wherever you're listening today. Thank you for being here. Uh, And, (laughs) all right, uh, what were we going to talk about next? We're going to talk about... The the Salvation Army stuff, right? You, we want to talk a little bit more about that. Maybe I think you, you, I want you to lead the way on that. I, that one, I, I, I heard some stuff about it. I, I misinterpreted what I heard, and then so wait, what happened? What did the Salvation Army do, and why are people so upset at them right now? I mean, people are upset because they love being upset, right? So, so Salvation <laughs> Army, yeah. Uh, I mean, getting mad is like a great business plan. Um, you know, if you're in politics, uh, so so they they made like a like a racial justice type of training, right? Um, and so they and you you guys can I, I covered it a uh, little bit more deeply on on the Wednesday show, but um, you know, of course, anyone listening out there to the podcast, just search for a free solution. Uh, any podcasting app, you can always find these back episodes, or just search our Facebook pages too. You know, you could see the back episodes there as well. But anywho, uh, the the Salvation Army uh, thing is uh, so they they had said stuff like, well, um, they they recommended people read White Fragility. They uh, want to acknowledge historical uh, like racism, and they the way it was written kind of implied that some of the foundations of the church and like the organizations uh, associated with Salvation Army were, you know, maybe had either participated in racist actions or, um, you know, were founded in that. And they, you know, had some stuff like, you know, like like, uh, being colorblind is not appropriate. So you have to acknowledge like racial differences and stuff like that. And, you know, like it, it, Again, I don't think it was like as bad as some of the, like the people who want to like be angry about it, like want to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I also like I, I don't totally agree with this because I think it when it comes to a lot of this stuff, I said that it's there's an unhelpful way of doing this, of a centralizing race of like trying to boil people's entire identity in the race, like you know, white, black, Hispanic, and whatever it is, like they say everything about it has to be all encompassing, that that is what defines you. But, you know, th- there's a good chance that like, 
for instance, I probably have more in common with uh, uh, one of my uh, black neighbors in my neighborhood than I do with someone living over in Poland who, you know, may look closer to me and like even, you know, have like a, a similar house and a similar job. But I probably have more in common with with the guy down the street than I do with that person over there. Yeah, no, I think that that that's that's anti-racism, right? That's associated with our neighborhood. Our neighborhoods did, they used to be more integrated, Kevin, and that, that some of the, the well-intentioned actions of the, the federal government have, have almost... Some of them were not so well-intentioned, but yes. True, also true, that. right? So, but, some of, <laughs> but even some of the well-intentioned programs that they, they've offered up have, have kind of resegregated us. And, and so, yeah, there's a path forward. Yeah, people get upset over the, the Salvation Army stuff. I get it. Like, but everybody just take a breath, man. We'll be yeah. okay. We'll be no, all right. We right. Need to and back I, to being okay, like with each other, and that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, well, so I w- w- with this type of stuff, like again, because I I've seen it, I know what happens. I don't again always particularly like how how organization can like dwell on this stuff and like kind of get stuck in in like start to ignore their mission because they're so concerned about like this particular. Type. If I want to be nice about like virtue signaling, but you know they they want to they if I'm being nice about it they you know they want to like show that they're on the right side of history that they want to show that they're being inclusive they want to like have every member of their community like want to participate in their mission right and they they think that this is the way of showing that this is the best way to like heal those wounds. Okay. Sure. Like I, I, I will recognize the good intention, but don't necessarily agree with the methodology that they use or some of the, the grifters like, yeah. uh, that, that, that get involved in this industry too. Yeah. We um, can't talk about grifters enough, man. And there's, they're, they're everywhere. Right? They're all over our political class. They're all over our, uh, so Hollywood classic, the grifters are everywhere, man. They're, absolutely everywhere so i uh was wondering now i don't i felt like saving this for fake news but maybe we should break this one down a little bit um, all right all right when we get to this alec baldwin joker okay he literally now has come out and gone like i didn't shoot anybody i didn't have my finger on the trigger i didn't point a gun at anybody i don't even think i had a gun in my hand or something along that lines like i I was flabbergasted by this. What do you can is he gonna get away with this? Uh no, I mean I I, I do hope there is some accountability, right? Like I <laughs> it, it's it's honestly like I, I was like somewhat empathetic at first, right? I wanted to be like, okay, like I'm sure actors all the time get handed things that like are weapons, but they're like or look like weapons, but they're told like, okay, this isn't, you know, live, right? But uh, they have to act as if that it is live and that they are firing something. And then to have something like that happens terrible, right? But at the end of the day, who is responsible for doing that? Well, there's the prop master, right? And then it's ultimately like the management of the site. And who was supposed to be managing that? Well, who's the producer at that set? Well, it's Alec Baldwin. It's him. Like he's both the guy who, you know, I mean, it, it kind of seems like fake news to say, like, he did pull the trigger because it kind of seems like he did pull the trigger. But I don't people know. Maybe maybe a news story will come trigger, out. Right? Like, yeah, people, people said he, it. I, he pointed the gun, pulled the trigger. So was, uh, some sort of punctuation mark to a joke or they were asking him to do something and he wasn't really. He was like, I, I do believe that he was clowning around. I don't believe there was any malice in it. But, like, he literally... But now he he's literally but, trying but to again, and that's why you know, like 
gun owners, right, like wouldn't do something like that, right? Because like, if this is something that could potentially fire a bullet, like if it is, unless it's like a total dummy gun that like cannot ever fire anything, that was a gun that was capable of firing something. You'd always point it in a safe direction. And again, or or at least you need to know 100%. Like, you know, and I've watched some like videos on this. Like when, when you have the dummy bullets, they make a noise. So like you can tell, like you're supposed to like kind of take the, or either the assi- assistant director or like the, the actor themselves supposed to take it and shake it. It kind of has like BBs in it. So it's supposed to make a noise. Or or when, when it's blanks, they, they, they do a different thing to test that too, but they're supposed to show it to them empty, you know, hand them the thing that it's supposed to be. And then, yeah, they're just the, the, the protocols in this were terrible. Someone needs to be held accountable. You know, I, I have no idea if it's a, a jail thing, but like certainly like a payout to the family, like is definitely in order. Yeah, but. no, that that has to happen. I think it's just very strange that people are saying they saw him shoot the gun and he's literally I, he he does strike me as a big, huge narcissist. OK, like he, that there there is something disconnected in his brain. From his communications, like I actually think he's a pretty good good actor. Like I watched Thirty Rock with some enjoyment. Like I had a good good time watching that show, um, and he was hilarious in it. He really, really was. He yeah. But but the, to say that he he was saying there there I'm the producer of that show. There was no live ammo on that set. There was none of the, the this. These are the things that are coming out in the news that I'm hearing on the radio when I'm driving to work at five in the morning. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like, I guess the idea was like that someone took the prop gun and then they're just like, you know, they, they went out and they're, they're, they're shooting a bit. Right. And then like, they, they're not supposed to do that. And, but again, who, who checks that? Who's responsible for that? Prop master, producer. And at the end, they, the, the actor, the person holding the gun too. everyone is responsible for that. Oh, Shelly, interesting comment there. The, the prosecution in the Rittenhouse trial aimed the gun at jury. Apparently they didn't, he didn't aim it actually at the jury from what I understood, but yeah. he, he may have flagged some people in the audience. <laughs> I've got to be honest. What he did is a crime. Okay. Like technically yeah. it is illegal. I do. I feel very strong that that guy should face some prosecution and some censorship or some sort of punishment from the American bar association. That kind of behavior is completely inappropriate. Waving a gun, whether it's above people's heads, when your figure finger is on the trigger, he did it to incite fear in the jury, hoping to manipulate them. And guys, we, the legislative affairs committee is going to be talking about crappy prosecutors and, and we're going to be trying to get more news out there about bad people like that. But pointing that gun at people to incite a level of fear, to manipulate their vote. Uh, that's uh, not evidence. Prosecutors have all sorts of tricks on this sort of stuff. Prosecutorial misconduct that at the very least that piece of that trial. And there's more, he did other stuff that was mis- misconduct. Okay. Yeah. But that it's a crime brandishing a weapon. It's a crime threatening you. So, is. all right. So, we have time for this segment, though. Thanks again for joining us here on a free solution. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. 
They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. All right, it's Fake News Friday. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today, joined by host today, Tim O'Connor. I appreciate y'all being here. We got some fake news for you. Uh, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first because uh, it's interesting. So, so Tim, you, you might know that the, the mayor of Rochester, uh, lovely Warren, um, she did not resign. She she had a plea deal in her campaign finance violation trial. And part of that pl- plea deal was not immediate resignation. It was resigning uh, this week, actually. Um, and so we'll, for like a handful of days, she had already lost her um, her primary election, now lost the general election. So for a handful of days, she's, she's kind of getting an early Christmas break, uh, resigning. But this this is the fake news headline. Did she, using the city website, release a book praising her legacy called A Lovely Legacy? Is that real news or is that fake news? Um, I am. First of all, I got to be honest, right? Like these guys abuse their privileges all the time. I know she did it. So, yes, that's real news. She did it, didn't she? She, she did. Yeah. To- now she told it. She, she released a book called... <laughs> uh called a lovely legacy uh you you can find it on the city website i guess and yeah like the the absolute hubris of someone who is getting kicked out of office to release a book (laughs) (laughs) you know like and i know uh it, it seems like it yeah i feel like we did a whole show on her one day didn't we yeah uh no no yeah we've done it we've done a bunch of stuff um but no she uh she did release like a a youtube thing though to to say that uh it just just touting all of her accomplishments and everything uh it's i don't know it's weird it's it's i i don't i don't think it's the appropriate place for it well you these guys are, I don't know. First of all, we do treat a lot of them like celebrities. I mean, we, we saw some more improprieties with Cuomo using his aides and assistants to write his own book because that message, that legacy is incredibly important. The work that they did, Kevin, in their minds is it has lasting quality. It should endure. Yeah. So they but, should have a book. That's all. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, it's a little bit sad. I think our world, uh, when I, when I see stories like that and it happens, it happens far too often for my liking. Yeah. Hey, have you heard about this uh, Dwayne Johnson guy? Dwayne, like the the rock. Yeah. 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 Have you heard about him? Like, yeah, you know yeah I know. He about is, TikTok? Yeah. Have you heard about TikTok? I, I, I have in fact heard of TikTok. All right. Do you, have you seen his new, like, Face off challenge on that? 
No, what is it? Oh my god, man! You gotta check this out. All right, I, I guess I I'm gonna try to like remember it. This is my contribution to fake news. Okay, we stay hungry. Wait, we put in the work. We put in the hours. We stay hungry. We devour. Something, something, something. We take showers. What's my M- effing name? The Rock. How do you like that? It's close. Do you think it's close? I I believe you. I mean, that, that kind of sounds like uh, something that um, that that sounds like a, uh, a a TikTok trend. I believe it. It's it's actually pretty cool. I am horrible at butchering the the. Um, the words to it, but my kids are like, dad is, first of all, dad, it's, it's not cool. Okay. It's yeah. definitely not cool, but I'm like, I don't know, man, a lot of people are doing it. So I'm going to set up a TikTok, and I'm going to go ahead and take this face off challenge. And, and I don't know, maybe we should all kind of try to do that. Cause it's, it, I don't know. It looks hilarious. They got yeah, a dog well, digging a water trench, doing it to the rhythm of the music. I don't know. Yeah, I no, I, I've seen, I've seen some of that. So like, I, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about now. So so wait, all right, Tim, should we start a TikTok? Should we start a free solution what... TikTok? No, I think, I think yeah. we have to. That's, 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 have where, to. that's where, where the kids are nowadays. And... That's where the cool kids are anyway. And like crazy weird old adults too. Apparently. Crazy weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, it is not just like young kids. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I've been, I've been watching TikTok uh a bunch. I don't know. I, I like it. It's cool stuff. My like I, I follow like I, I follow like a like a guy who does like homesteading and like marketing TikTok. And there's there's not enough libertarians on TikTok yet. So you know they uh, they got to. Uh, well, that Angelo Veltri's on there. Angelo for Liberty. Angelo. I oh I'll have to look up uh, that. I know like Hannah Cox is on there. I, I haven't who, who writes over at Fee. There's got to be more libertarians on TikTok. Um, we could corner the market on libertarianism and TikTok, which just like we have on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> cornered the market. Yes, that's exactly market. how I would describe <laughs> what we've done here. Yes. Accurate. Accurate. Uh, <laughs> a- a- anywho. Um, oh, my other fake news item. Yeah. Just pulling up. Okay. So, so this one. I'll read you the headline. You tell me if it's real news or fake news. It says, woman caught breastfeeding her hairless cat on a Delta flight. Uh, see, like, I know that there are people with, with mental disorders out there. And I know that our news has gotten so specialized that we will we'll find them. And we will try to make news out of situations like this. So. Yeah. This this has got to be this has got to be a true story. It's just sad because she's mentally ill and we don't know any better. It seems like it. So I, I you know I don't exactly. So here's the hard part. Like I actually don't know if this is real or fake because I, I saw this going around and like it started with like some stuff going on on Twitter where there is like supposedly a person who is doing that and it wasn't clear if she was doing it because she's ill or if she's just she wanted to have her cat with her on her flight and wanted to have it out and then was like just being weird about it so i don't know yeah. could be real could be not it's it's unconfirmed is what you're saying like you, you saw a report of it but you haven't verified its veracity yeah exactly dr oz is running for pennsylvania state senate have you heard that 
I, I have no idea if that's uh, if that's true or not. We're, hey, this this is audience participation is day, and that is from the audience. Brian Sutton, Doctor Oz is running for for Pennsylvania Senate. I I think that's probably the news. Hey, guess oh my is? goodness, he 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 is running for something. I just I just googled it. Uh Dr. Oz. True. Yeah. And Brian Sutton confirmed it. That's good enough for me, man. That's better than Brian Stelzer. <laughs> Seltzer. Stelzer, whatever that CNN clown. <laughs> Dr. Oz being pulled from TV markets as he runs for Senate. Okay. All right. Is he That's is it. he run for state center or like federal office? That we don't know. Well, I, got, uh, I have a link to the article, but if I hit the article while I'm in StreamYard, it, I think it, we is, enter into a time warp and things go crazy. It, it does. It does get weird sometimes when yeah. we when we do that because sometimes, um, <laughs> it'll play audio when, <laughs> when you do it. Yeah. We don't uh, no. No. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm going with Brian yeah, as an official yeah. reporter of this. He says it's the state. I believe States. so. He's running for state senate. Actually, that should be an easy win for him. That doesn't. I think that he probably will win. Maybe I don't know. Well, we, I mean, he's he's well known, right? So like yeah. people know who he is. I he's running as a Republican. Looks like. I, Look, I, guess who is on TikTok? Kevin Wilson. Oh, who's on that, TikTok? Yeah, we, well, the guy that we share this platform with is actually got a TikTok account set up. Not just Angelo Veltri yeah. that I mentioned, Angelo for Liberty, Larry Sharp. Larry's on. on TikTok now. Yep. Maybe he's going to do that face-off challenge with The Rock. That would be you sure? Fun. Well, that's what, that's what you do, right? You do you do some of the trends, dude. Yeah. I dude, I got ideas. I, I I'm totally serious about starting a TikTok. I, we're gonna. I that is. We're, awesome. we're gonna do it. Let's we're, do we're it. Gonna, we're gonna start a free solution TikTok. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll try to learn the lyrics to that, and and we can enter in the face off challenge. Guys, it, Tim is going to be doing so many TikTok dances. What? Like, I... there's so many. No, like he, we're committed now, Tim. Tim, it's happening. We're <laughs> doing. It. I that I I don't know about the dancing thing. I'll be honest with you guys. Like, dancing is not particularly my thing. I'm a I'm a much better talker and a, a alcohol consumer than I am a dancer. Like, I mean, you other... can do that too. There's options to you know you you follow the memes like the audio memes, and then you follow like some of the other trends like that people are doing. Like they they had one, um, you know, that's like they they had, they had a, a Charlie the Unicorn. If anyone remembers that, that's from a while ago. They had Charlie the Unicorn one. Uh, they had um, a video game themed one uh, where like you couldn't like walk through like different doors and whatnot. They they had uh, so like there's all sorts of like weird trends that go on usually like associated with music or an out of context audio clip. Um, you know, there's one about like Chicago style pizza that's popular. The, listen, I, I'm diving into the weeds of TikTok. I'm like, I'm revealing right. how I spend my free time is is lately been far too much TikTok. Is like, we and stay I stay hungry. I, Let's practice. We stay hungry. We devour. That's the important line from the. Well, the you even have to. You even have to sing in her mouth or anything. You just got to be doing something like cool when you're doing it. Like or like it has to be like funny enough like like the dog one's great like i know i know exactly what you're talking about yeah all right all right so i, I think we, we've successfully ran down the clock on our show <laughs> for today Guys, we're, we we're... appreciate the help with the show today thank you for being here yeah no thank you thank you so much for for listening in thank you for being here uh and and again for for the folks who are for listening online too who participated in the comments thank you 
We're going to try to do more of this. Uh, all right, so that's it. Folks listening over on WYSLWACK, again, thank you for being here, too, in, in the podcast network. We will be back next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Take care. Thanks, everybody.